0: Hey alumni, it's Chad. Uh, So excited to bring some fun news for you today. Can't believe it. It has been 20 years of the Kanakuk Institute, and we are going to have a reunion here in Branson in just a couple short months on Friday, March 18th through Sunday, March 20th. We will be meeting representatives from all 20 classes coming together for fellowship prayer Uh, some teaching and encouragement from God's Word, and most importantly, just to reunite the fellowship of the body, being mutually encouraged by one another and what God has done and continues to do. We would love to see you for that reunion. We will be sending more information via email and social media over the next several weeks. Look for that in your inbox or social media channels that you're involved in, but we would love to see you at the Kanakuk Institute 20-Year Reunion Friday, March 18th through Sunday, March 20th. Thanks so much.
1: Welcome to the CannaCuck Institute podcast, where we continue to equip leaders with biblical skills for a lifetime of ministry.
0: Well, welcome back into the CannaCuck Institute podcast, Keith Chansey and Chad Hampsh. Uh, We are in a series on the book of Ephesians. Keith, we've been talking about kind of the structure of the book of Ephesians. Last time, if you were with us, we went back to Acts chapter 19 and kind of gave the framework of what was happening in this city when Paul showed up and and showed that there were some pretty unique things happening and also some chaotic things happening. And so this week, we're actually going to start working through the text. And just so you know, if you're following along with us, we're going to just take some select text, some select themes from the book of Ephesians and focus in on those. So if, if you were with us when we did the overview, you'll remember that chapter one really focuses on the idea of redemption. And so we're going to talk about redemption and how it's tied to the blood of Christ and forgiveness. We're going to talk about the riches of God's grace that he lavished upon us. So Keith, we're going to start with the idea of redemption uh, and, and focusing uh, really our time on the blood and the forgiveness of Christ. Walk us through that a little bit and help us understand that.
1: Wow. When you look at the word redemption through his blood, this term here, it relates to paying a ransom. And so the ransom to God for the rele- for the release of a person from bondage. Christ's sacrifice on the cross, it paid the price that every believer that was enslaved by their sin, that they would be freed. Unbelievable. And I think about that a lot because Growing up, as I've told you, when my dad abused my mom, my brother, sister, and myself, I was so angry and hated my dad so much, I could not forgive him. And the reason I couldn't forgive him is because I didn't understand God's forgiveness for me. And so as a result, when I couldn't forgive my dad, I really wasn't experiencing freedom because my dad's sin was holding me hostage because I was unable to free myself because I was so hatred of my dad. It's a very confounding place to be. Well, what I found myself doing was finally, when I re- understood who Christ was and what he had done, that he died for the sins of the whole world, that he was the Passover lamb, the one that would die the substitutionary atonement for all the sins of the world that he would die paying our price on the cross that we who believed would be freed from that sin and that guilt and that ransom that he just paid for. And when I understood what God did for me, how could I not do that for others? I forgave my dad. And I'm going to tell you something. I know a lot of you out there today have somebody that you've really struggled forgiving because you go, I am so angry and chanting. My anger and my unforgiveness is justified. You have no idea how they've hurt me. You're right. I don't. But I do know that Jesus died for the sins of the world and that is his blood and the blood is meant to free you and his blood is not meant to keep you in bondage. Forgiveness is forgiving others as you have been forgiven. Up to how many times? Jesus says 70 times seven, which is an infinite number. And so I thank God for this passage right here, that God didn't just give this to me, but he lavished it upon me.
0: Yeah, there's some really practical things that come out of that, right, Keith? Mm -hmm. I mean, in every conflict, we have somebody that has been offended and the offender Yes. And Keith, I don't know about percentage-wise, if we could put a percentage on it, but it seems like ninety percent plus of the time it is the offended person mm. that actually carries it. Mm-hmm. And they they hold it in and um and sometimes the offender doesn't even know that they've hurt that other individual. Mm-hmm but they offended, carries it, and it actually impacts their life. A perfect story uh, for me, you know, my mom, similar background uh, as you. My mom was raised by a dad who was an alcoholic. He died in in his mid-40s, abusive, and, uh, you know, later in life as a 15-year-old boy, I remember my mom telling me how my grandfather had treated her. And um, I became really, really angry about that. And um, at this point in my life, my grandpa had been in the grave for 10 years. And I remember my mom just teaching me a life lesson. She said, Chad, what your grandfather did was wrong. Mm. But she said, are you going to let him run your life from the grave? Mm. And it immediately connected that if I don't forgive him as the offended, I'm going to carry it. I'm going to hold on to it. And I'm going to be the one in bondage, not the person that did it to me. And I don't know if that resonates to our audience, but so often we, as the offended, don't take action on the way we've been mm. offended. We don't offer forgiveness, whether that be in person, in writing, a phone call, uh, burning something as a as a representation of that old way of life, as we looked at in Acts nineteen, which is what
1: we all did at the, at the cross talks at camp. We'd yeah, burn those deals that were the trespasses, this forgiveness and. We gotta get rid of it, right? Yeah, it's
0: like symbols of oh, our old life, yes. like we looked at in Acts 19. Yep, so yep. what what advice, Keith, would you have for somebody maybe that has has been in that situation? Mm-hmm. Maybe they've been offended yes. deeply for years and years and been holding on to what what practical steps could they take?
1: Well, I, I look at this and I think, you know, Matthew 18 just talks about the ministry of reconciliation, and you know, we are to go to that person. And I think it's so important for us. You know, for me, I had to go to my dad and I had to say, dad, you hurt me. Now, I need you to need all the audience to understand. I didn't see my dad again for almost 35, 40 years. And so when he came back, I had forgiven him, you know, 30 years before he ever came back. So when he came, when he called, most people thought, well, would you receive him back? No, I'd already forgiven him. He didn't hold me in a hostage anymore. So when he called and his first question was, hey, Keith, did you ever play football? I'd always dreamed my dad saw me play. I always dreamed somewhere out in the world, he'd come and see me play football or run track. And then he asked me another question, what'd you run the hundred meter dash in? And I'm like, oh my gosh, he never saw anything in my life. Well, I realized something, that my dad and I's relationship was very unique. He, he didn't know me at all. And, and so when we sat down, I was able to share with him the gospel. I was able to ask him, you know, dad, tell me about your life. And I was able to talk to him and say, Dad, tell me about your pain, your hurts. And through that, hearing his pains and his hurts, it was unbelievable how tears began to come down in his eyes. He heard me tell him, Dad, I want you to know something. I forgave you a long time ago. I don't know if you ever wanted to talk to me about this, but I need you to know that I forgave you. So the practical step is one of forgiveness. Number two, it's making sure that, that you let them know what it is that you're forgiving them of. I told my dad, you know, dad, I need you to know specifically what I'm forgiving you of. You hurt mom and you hurt me and my brother, and my sister. And when you left being abandoned and being abused, that hurt. My dad really never addressed that. My My desire wasn't even, I didn't need him to address it. I just needed him to hear it. Forgiveness was not for my dad. It was for me to tell him what had gone on in my life and how he hurt me. Now, he had a responsibility in his own self to be able to share with me and to talk to God. And you know what I watched? I watched him soon after that say, Keith, thank you for this. And I want to know because of the way you've lived, I want to know what you know about Jesus. And I led my dad to Christ. It was overwhelming. Forgiveness led my daddy to Christ. Mm. And I think sometimes we want to hold that from somebody because we think we're entitled to that. Maybe they've looked at porn or they've, they've, thought thoughts. They've done deeds that were so horrendous, so abusive, so painful. We go, we have every right. And yet the rights were settled on the cross. Jesus forgave us. So I think those are the two things I would do. The first thing I would do is go to them and let them know I am forgiving them. And secondly, I would go to them and let them know specifically what I'm forgiving them of.
0: Yeah, and that does something inside your soul, oh, right? Uh, yes. It's, it's, it's like the gates are just opened mm-hmm. up and the key has been unlocked, mm-hmm. and now you no longer carry those things that you've been carrying yes. for so long. So what a good, just a good practical way for us to end this time together talking about the forgiveness of Christ, and then how do we practically live that out with uh, our friends and neighbors. So I hope this was an encouragement to you, a blessing to you. Uh, This is uh, Ephesians chapter one. We're in the section called Redemption. We'll circle back on a later passage here in a future podcast. Thanks for joining us here on the Kanakuk Institute podcast.